Well, it's interesting. That actually segues into something I was going to do. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, the intro for the week. Oh, you've got the intro written up? Uh-huh. Okay. Why? Then. Do you have an intro? Not really. Do you want to do an intro this time? Maybe next time. <laughs> when I actually get one written up. <laughs> I have one. I think you should do the intro. There's a change of brewing. We have sponsors now. Gone are all the hijinks of last week. Now, Bear and Cricket are seriously big time and won't be able to say or do anything even remotely offensive. This week, we dive into Hellblade, talk about Call of Duty Black Ops 4, discuss some current events and news, all while Bear continues to lick the inside of his knee. Today is Sunday, August 12th, and you're listening to Offset Radio. What's up, man? <laughs> Welcome back to the studio. Yep. So, happy to be here. Always. How you feeling? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Did you get that knee clean? Huh? Yeah, I've been at it for a little while. <laughs> Plus, this, uh, this beverage that you gave me is... I mean, it's... So, for all the viewers... <laughs> it's gross. To read, read them what you... Well, don't, no, maybe don't read it. Why not? Just, I don't... I mean, if you like it... We can give a positive shout out. I don't want to do a negative shout out for that though, because those are, it's actually a friend of mine. Um, this is a, this is a friend now. No, I mean, yeah, it's a, uh, I, I drink it. Okay. Well, yeah, obviously <laughs> I am. You're drinking it now. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. It's all good. I mean, if I had it in a funnel, it'd be easier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. Well, let's not talk about it then. Okay. Yep. So anyway, it's delicious. <laughs> it almost went all over the studio just the oh um, how many ounces is this i'm assuming it's 12 12 not 16 is it hmm? no it's uh yeah it's 12 ah uh, i was really hoping it was 16 ounces ah uh, yeah well it could be eight <laughs> <laughs> okay so how are you sir i'm doing great okay. how are you i'm doing great awesome I'm doing great. i had awesome. some drama uh you know, some drama last night, but that's just <laughs> part of being a, a dad to a teenager. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. how, uh, how about you? Have you had teenager drama? No, I don't have any teenagers. That's fair. Yeah. I have a five-year-old. And who, who thinks he's a teenage girl? Who tries to act like a teenage girl. <laughs> he's so dramatic sometimes. Oh, what a blah, blah, blah. Well, Sounds all hormonal. He, well, you know, he is your kid. Yeah, so. yeah. Hey, I'm not, I mean, I, I'll claim it. <laughs> he, it cracks me up when he's told to like clean his room and he's like, there's just so much. There's just too much. There's too much. So to many. To oh, there we go. Whoa. <sighs> Trying to get comfortable. Sorry. Shorter. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What's on the, what's on the agenda? Well, what's, what's we've the got, we do have a community question. Oh yeah, we do. So Bama asks, tell me what, I, actually I have no idea what he asks. I know the gist of it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Did you guys get any time in on Black Ops 4 beta? If so, what do you think so far? What do you think they will do different with their Battle Roy dot dot dot? That's all I get in the preview and Discord won't open. So, I assume um, he's saying Battle Royale. Yeah, the Black Ops 4 and beta I, for Battle and Royale. I know he's talking about the beta for Black Ops 4. So, here's the cool thing. Yeah. I pre-ordered Black Ops 4. Did you? I did. And I pre-ordered it so that I could play the beta. Right. I tried to play the beta yesterday morning. Uh-huh. Couldn't get it to work. Oh. So that was kind of frustrating. 
I need to cancel my pre-order <laughs> because I can't get it at the beta. And that was the only reason I did it in the first place. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So I have no experience with Black Ops 4 at all whatsoever. Do you have any experience with Call of Duty in general? Uh, no. It's a whole nother can of worms. I, there you go. I yep. don't yep. have any experience with Call of Duty in general. I, I I would love to play Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Would you? I would. I, I would absolutely love to try it, especially if it's super pretty like it looks like it's going to be just awesome yeah it looks, looks like it's going to look great i don't know anything about the mechanics of of call of duty versus the mechanics of uh, of uh, battlefield i don't know the mechanics of any of it oh, i don't know battlefield like battlefield 5 what battlefield 5 what any battlefield i don't know the mechanics of battlefield versus the mechanics of we call played of duty. four and but one i don't know how they compare because i've never played oh you don't call know how they duty. compare I feel like I'm having a hard time getting through. Well, to you well, today. you kept saying you don't know the mechanics, which no, I know you I do, said I don't but know you don't know how they compare. The mechanics versus. No, At you least, didn't say versus. Okay. That, that word never came across. It, if only there was Luckily, some way. It's recorded. To, to it's recorded. Prove. I'll go back through this later when I'm editing and Here's point it out the, to you, and it kick you in the nuts. And then you'll just delete where I said it, and then no one will ever know. That's not true. Because you're the editor. Yeah. Well, I'm not deleting nothing. So I ain't deleting no thing. So here's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. <laughs> you're not listening. I'm telling you what's going on. I'm really just trying to hype you up here. Come I, on, man. I'm hyped. You're 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 already a different I'm color. I'm drinking an Activate, and you're drinking a beer. So <laughs> oh, then you don't got to tell the people it's alcohol. Activate's not alcohol. <laughs> so, the the uh, you're, what you're drinking is alcohol. And there's some people who know what time we record this and where. <laughs> what? It's only ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, at your place of business. Oh, that doesn't matter. So <laughs> <laughs> the the um the fact that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, you Ops. were saying. Okay, here's the point the I'm trying to convey to you because you're not listening. I'm trying to bug you. Well, it's, it's working. Awesome. Stop that. Stop that. Don't. <laughs> that's crap, dude. That's that's a low tell, blow. Tell them what just happened. You're looking behind me to see if there's another freaking wasp back there. There might be. You guys have a problem if there's another wasp. This Two? Pla- yeah. In th- like four weeks? Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. The <laughs> bugs should not be in here, especially ones that are completely useless to the environment. Wasps aren't useless. Yeah, they yeah, instead of <laughs> what about bees? Are bees useless? Not at the current moment. Anyway, so <laughs> I don't think there's anything flying around behind you. So <laughs> I don't think. Would you finish your whatever you're saying? Black Ops 4? Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. Call of Duty? I don't know anything about the mechanics of Call of Duty. Compared to like the mechanics of, say, a battlefield. I don't know how they're different. For all I know, they're the same game in different skins. I really genuinely have never played a Call of Duty game. And so I cannot tell you how much I like it compared to, you know. Battlefield. So that's you. I mean, I mean, I can tell you that they are vastly different games. Okay, tell me a little bit about that. So, I mean, What's the I difference? honestly feel that really the difference is, is this. I mean, there's more cooperative multiplayer playing in Battlefield than there is in uh, Call of Duty. Call so of in Duty, Call of Duty, is it like one man for himself? That's, that's, culturally, culturally, that's the idea. There's a lot of one man for itself, squad teams, all that kind of stuff, but it's very, it's very fast paced in Call of Duty. Whereas in Battlefield, I mean, you know, like you play Battlefield 1 with us every once in a while. I mean, I it, love it, Battlefield 1. I know 1. It's, it's an excellent game, especially in multiplayer mode. And I, I want Battlefield 5 when it comes out. Oh, I absolutely. don't know the timing though, because if Red Dead's coming out, I'll probably never play anything else. Oh, God. Red Dead. Sorry, go ahead. Spoiler, later we're going to talk about the Red Dead video. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Sorry, I'll bleep that out. No, you won't. Why not? You'll forget. No, I won't. No, no, I won't. I've got to bleep. Anyway. No, no, my point is is I I feel, and this is, it really comes down to my personal opinion on this. 
and you know, which is objective fact. Sure. <laughs> and if it matches my opinion, if it matches your opinion, but I feel that the the battlefields are they're they're bigger, they're a uh, little bit slower paced, they're a little bit more objective based, and whereas Call of Duty is very much deathmatch, get moving, get kills. Is Call of Duty twitchy? Very twitchy. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. saying there. So okay. yeah. So let me. I don't know if this compares at all. Maybe this isn't what you're saying. Maybe it is. But when I first got Overwatch. Okay. Yeah. I heard about people talk. I heard people talking about Overwatch, and I thought to myself, "Self, that sounds really stupid." <laughs> okay. And then I watched some videos, Wait, and I thought, "Overwatch sounds really stupid." Yeah. Oh, are you going to listen to me or not? I, I'm so, just trying to follow along. Overwatch sounded stupid. That's what I told myself. Okay. I just wanted you to say that out loud. I'm going to go ahead and copy that. And... That's fine. You go ahead. And so <laughs> I thought to myself that Overwatch sounded stupid, and then I watched some videos and thought it looked stupid, and then. It went on sale or like free to play weekend or something like a while back. Yeah. And so I played it and I thought this isn't stupid. I was wrong. Right. Which happens all the time. I'm I'm wrong all the time. If you ask people who are wrong. And so <laughs> the, I decided to go ahead and get it and we ended up getting it and I played the crap out of that. And then when I first started playing it, I really didn't understand the way that the team has to work together. And I felt like it was, you know, we happen to be on a team, but I'll just run out and shoot people and die and run out and shoot people you mean and like die the, and run out and shoot the people. The meta of how the right. team works together. Yeah, yeah. I didn't okay. really understand. And, and to be honest, I obviously still don't have a clue compared to the people who play it. Oh, like, like, yeah, like quote unquote professionally. The OWL and stuff right? like that. So crazy how good those guys are. Oh. Um, I'll watch some of those videos and hear uh, commentate commentators on them. Oh, yeah. And you hear them say stuff. I'm like, I, I didn't even notice that. I didn't but, even know no, that, that makes was a, sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. That, that makes sense. But, I mean, it's like watching. Sometimes what they say, sometimes what they say doesn't make sense at all. Sometimes well, they'll say stuff and I'm like, I don't even know what those words mean. Well, you don't necessarily have an affinity for, like, even sports ball. So. That's true. So, yeah. when you get down to the Overwatch League. Yeah. I mean, at least it's video games, right? No, I, you know, and <laughs> honestly, esports has made me less um massive about regular sports really okay yeah. that's good yeah i think it's okay for people to like that i don't care for it but i think a lot of the a lot of me not liking sports comes from not understanding sports oh okay and i don't care to understand it so you, but know you I mean? do have a passion for games so when right. you get into an esport or something like that it's like oh okay i can see that i can see how they made that yeah. move or why they did that flank yeah to, to some degree yeah absolutely yeah. you ever watch so, any of the halo tournaments i've not watched any of the halo tur- i mean might- other than like Maybe the occasional highlight reel kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. Like a clip here, a clip there. Yeah. Oh, you might like them. So, yeah, you know, I think I might. Yeah, absolutely. I subscribe to a lot of ESLs on uh, on Mixer. There you go. That's yeah. cool. So, we're anyway, I, I didn't understand some of the concept there, and I, I think that probably a lot of that is the same in, in, in uh, Call of Duty. Right. So, my question, though, is, do you feel like Call of Duty is full of people who run out there and don't play the objective they just go out there for their kdr or they just go out there and they go after you know the glory of whatever when it doesn't have anything to do with their actual team objective and doing it right so do you feel like there's more of that in call of duty than there is say in battlefield Mm, more more like like cooperation cohesion between the team and kind of thing in battlefield versus call of duty yes so i'm asking do you feel like that that's why it's different so i feel I okay. feel sure. that Battlefield is a little bit more open, a little bit more laxed on that kind of cohesion. I mean, like, so if you did this from a scale of, uh, say, playing a Halo game, as far as multiplayer is considered, all the way up to, like, a, a Counter-Strike or something like that, 
Counter-Strike is like nothing but Teams. cohesion yeah. and team and, and yeah, team cooperation. So I feel that there might be more cooperation on the Call of Duty side than there really is in the Battlefield side, but I also feel that it's a little bit more fast paced. I think it's, it might be like a good middle ground bef- between you know your normal your normal MP game or something as far as something as extreme as as CS:GO or something like that. So what is CS:GO? Counter Strike Go. Counter Strike oh, okay. Go. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and um, but the 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 sheer amount of cooperation and cohesion you have to have on a team for like Counter Strike is is crazy. It's insane. Uh, but. You have games like Call of Duty, which is a little bit easier, a little bit more laxed on those rules. And I and I honestly think that in like the big objective games, as far as Battlefield's considered, it is a little bit more relaxed. Okay. But I also think it's very easy to get into and play. Have you ever did you ever play a PC game um uh Wolfenstein Enemy Territory? No. No, I old... had heard about it and I watched some stuff when it like that's old. That's a long time ago. Yeah, right? very old. There it was... was like the an early foray into an online shooter kind of thing, is that right? Yes, yeah. yes. And uh they did they did return return to Castle Wolfenstein and then that had a multi a multiplayer facet to it, and then they broke off that multiplayer facet and made it free, but with limited maps. And with those limited maps it um but it, it very much had that, you know, you pick an engineer, this person picked a, a medic, you know, that kind of thing. So okay. you get a little bit no, of the cohesion sense. of the team. So, yeah. Different roles were, Different were roles. required. Kind of like in the Overwatch thing, you have a tank, a healer, all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But okay. that, um, that's kind of how I see Call of Duty is something very similar to that, where someone picks an engineer, someone picks a medic, and that's just how they kind of play. Whereas that's a little more laxed in the battlefield frame oh okay which that I, makes sense in my personal opinion again makes me like battlefield more because it's more fun hmm so i don't know i don't know how to play anything in battlefield other than the uh the guys that shoot people <laughs> so so you're just just regular old yeah running gun right i mean much. i am too I, yeah i've never I, I i take that back i have gone in as medic and i have gone in as support and i've tried like throwing med packs at people or whatever you know or, and i'm like, <laughs> like I, hey you're sick you're, you're hey, hurt have ah! this and then i die so you know whatever but i um i really enjoy battlefield one yeah very very much very, very gorgeous and uh i kind of want to play that now every time we talk about a game yeah i, I know it gets you hyped more. up to want to yeah, go it really play does it. It really does. And I saw so, you playing Fallout yesterday, and I was like, I want to play Fallout. That was in the menus. So, oh, gotcha. <laughs> I got in the uh, the uh, armor, power armor, right? Yeah. I climbed into the power armor, jumped down, started shooting stuff, tried to save the dog, got killed, and then sat in the menus for a little while. I was trying to show it to uh, Hopper. Oh, right. He hasn't gone around to it yet. No, uh-uh. he was asking about it. He said, "Is that any good?" I'm like, "Is it any good? Is it? Any- I'll show you the end of the game right now." <laughs> and so I showed him how. <laughs> Because you're at the end. I think so. Yeah. I got power armor. Yeah. That's Wasn't it. that the ultimate goal? That's the ultimate goal. Get the power armor and take over the wasteland. Well, then maybe I'm not at the end. Because I have not taken over the wasteland yet. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that'll start pretty soon. I have the power armor. That's, you know. That's all you need. Now you're king. Yeah. Step one, make you're the, the list. only one. Step two, beat the game. Yep. Halfway done. Step three, profit. No, no, no. See, you make <laughs> you make a list, and on the list, you put make a list. So that whenever you're done making a list, you can check it off, and you're halfway done. That's a good point. So I'm halfway done. I I, I admire your ambition. <laughs> is that to, the right word for that? I don't know. I don't think it is. 
So <laughs> anyway, that uh, Bama, I don't know if that answers your question or not. I guess the the short answer is no, and the long answer is the last twenty minutes. <laughs> that's, so, that's probably right. <laughs> The uh, the idea is uh, you asked a great question. I wish I had a better answer. I wanted to try it. I wanted to try it yesterday, and I didn't get to. It made me sad. It made me really frustrated. Aww. So I got. I tried to try it. You tried to try it. I tried to try it, and then I decided. You know what? I'm going to jump into the crucible. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, so you should have said something. Well, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> I decided to jump into the crucible, and I got on, and uh, it said, "Blah blah blah." There is an update. Blah blah blah. And then it made me put in my passcode. And so I did. And it said, there's an error. You already own this expansion. And then it kicked out and it said, we cannot install this expansion, blah, blah, blah. And so I could never get Destiny to, to work at all. Oh. And so I'm like, all right. I guess I need to go and check my Destiny well, and make sure mine works. Screw it then. And so I got out of this. Like, I tried it like four times. Tried different things. Restarted the Xbox. You know, whatever. All right. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I decided, okay, you know what? I, I figured I had about an hour and a half or so in the morning and I've got maybe 30 minutes left. So I went to jump into elite dangerous, mm-hmm. run a couple of missions there, got in wherever I was, got into the mission board, picked up a mission, decided to run it. And as soon as I dropped out of hyperspace or whatever it's called, I get kicked out of the game. And so like literally nothing was working for me yesterday. Oh, and so anyway, I was like, all right, well, fine, whatever. No, do you need a hug? No, no, no. It's no, all we'll good. I had a great this. day. No, we'll, ha- we'll um, hug after this. I really genuinely had a good day yesterday. I went to... I mean, other uh, than your drama. Well, yeah, that was that's short-lived. It's part of it. Um, <laughs> I went and had a... We took the second oldest and went and had Chinese food for lunch. And then we went to my cousin's wedding shower, which is fun. And, you know, came and hang out and just were. It was fun. Had a good time. Hung out with Grasshopper right. part of the day. So that was fun. Speaking you, of all that. Yes. I needed you. I, I still kind of need you. I tried you. to help you. I still kind of need you and Grasshopper. Have you seen that you can abandon those or no? Yeah, and I didn't want to because it was worth a lot of money. So I got a mission. I got a mission yesterday that I overpromised on. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I only have very now small. We're back to Elite Dangerous, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Elite Dangerous. Okay. Um, I got a hold of this mission and it looks so enticing. It said 2 million credits to finish it off. There's a clue. That's a small clue, yes. And I figured it was like, okay, go pick up some of this and bring it over here and do that a few times. And it was. Yeah, a few dozen times. Yeah, no. uh, mm, Yeah. The current ship that I was in, I think it was in the Cobra Mark III, and I only had a carrying capacity of 22 units of cargo. Great ship, by the way. It's it's an okay ship. No, it's a great ship. I really want the Mark IV because it's it's a lot better for fighting and a little bit more maneuverable. Anyway. Just saying... But, uh, so I could pick up this mission that was, uh, t- like two, two and a half, 2.7 million credits. And, uh, then I realized that it's trying to move 3000 units of medicine from one system to the other. That's only like, like two stars away. Right. So I realized I can't do that really unless I'm moving 22 units of cargo every single time. Right. So then I mean, so I look at my cash and I'm like, okay, I've got about a million credits right now. I'm going to go ahead and buy me a million dollar transporter. Sure. Because the payoff is going to be almost three million. So I'm like, okay, I could spend a million now, pay off the three million. Pretty good, right? Yeah. The hauler or the transporter that I got only can, uh, only has a capacity now of like 56 units of cargo. So effectively, I cut myself down from like what, 60 trips to at least 30. Okay. 
And I only made so many of those. Maybe got like 500 units of cargo (laughs) back and forth. But what did I do? I'm like, oh, hey, let me go ahead and get a hold of my wing and see if Cricket and Grasshopper want to help me out. Grasshopper, who has over 700 hours in the game, has a cargo ship that can haul almost 500 units every single time, which would have been a four-trip game. Right, 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 right. And I never got you guys in there. Uh, sorry. I know. I still got time to finish it, but... Till like midday today. Yeah, until we until we get done with this recording. So and then it's over. And then it's completely over. Okay. Well, let's go. You want to go home? You want to no. go home and get this done? Yeah. Right. So the um, reason I didn't want to abandon it is because I spent a million credits on a cargo ship. So you have a Cobra Mark Three. Yeah, I have a Cobra. And you Mark want III. a Cobra Mark Four? Yes. The Cobra Mark IV is Falcon DeLacy's development of the famous Cobra Mark III. It's heavier and slower than the Mark III, but packs an extra punch and better weapon replacement. Makes it more effective combat vessel. It's tougher to it's tough to improve. Wait, it's tougher to improve survivability and allows better upgrading, but at the expense of some of its agility. So the Cobra Mark IV Wait. has one more small hard point and better hard point placement than the previous Cobra Mark III. Two medium hard points are located in the same place as the Mark III, and three small ones are in a tight group on the top of the ship. So it doesn't have it's the maneuverability. Also much slower than the Mark III. Even when with fully upgraded thrusters, it struggles to keep up with a vulture. It doesn't have the maneuverability? It does not have the maneuverability of the Mark III. Well, then Just why so you know, get a Mark IV? Because it's tougher. A little bit tougher. It's tougher, and it can handle more hard well, they points. They say extra punch and better weapon placement. Better weapon placement. I'm not sure the placement of the weapons is... is well, maybe. And you get the extra hard point, of course. I like how maneuverable the Mark III is. And I don't know that I want to give up on that. I like the Mark III. Don't get me wrong. It's a Mark III, and it's a two-person multi-cruise ship. But, like, my Eagle is 100 times more maneuverable, and I've upgraded its hull and shields. So... Yeah, so the Eagle, though, is... uh. Hold on. You have the you have the Eagle Mark II, right? Yeah, and the Eagle Mark II. That's a light fighter ship. Yeah, it's designed for fighting. So it's, it's a, maneuverable. The Eagle is a proven combat fighter with a distinguished history. It is one of the smallest fighters available with jump capability. It has the distinction of being the only ship that has been so successful. The only ship that has been so successful versions have been <laughs> built. For both the Federation and Imperial. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> words are, are hard. You're trying to read the description? Yeah. From um, what site, though? Alpha Orbital. Oh, Alpha Orbital. Okay. Yeah, the epitome of ship data, as far as I know. <laughs> EDDB is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So EDDB is, is great. Um, there's, there's a lot of data out there, though. So, a lot of data. Do you have a... Uh, do you have a cutter? I don't have a cutter. And you the have cutter a clipper? Had, no. I hear the cutter has like a 700 cargo. <laughs> I think so. The, the cutter... At super, least that's what, that's what Grasshopper said. Super heavy multipurpose. Well, I can tell you. Um, okay, let's... let's. Okay, you're just making me jealous now. Why? Because I don't have the credits. I spent all my money on a cargo ship that hauls less than 60... Units. Cutter's base cost is $208 million. $208 million. Well, it's all a transport ship, a big heavy transport ship that was worth $76 million or 76 million credits. Max cargo, 792 tons. 792? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. So anyway, 
there's a lot to that game. It's fun. I, that feel, game like, is... I feel like we're a couple of weeks ago now talking <laughs> about it. Sorry. No, 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 it's my fault. I started reading ship specs. It's hard to not get sucked into that and be yeah, like, oh, man, I need to know what. It's It's like trying to buy a new car. Yeah, kind It's of. that intense. Yeah. I got to know how this cargo space is going to be. What What are the amenities on here? How many, yeah. uh, how many inter- cup holders? Yeah, how many cup holders? What are the internal core problems? <laughs> right. Yeah, Do exactly. I need to go ahead and get that upgraded? If I get too close to a star, am I going to fry? <laughs> yeah, you are, because you didn't b- b- get your hull or your shield upgraded. True, yeah. You needed better windshield wipers. <laughs> so, <laughs> windshield. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I've got to get that done today. i got to get new windshield wipers on the truck. Okay, there yeah. you go. Trucks don't need windshield wipers. Uh, yeah, they do when I'm driving at 6 o'clock in the morning and it's raining. You should not do that then. Because you're supposed to be there by 6 o'clock in the morning. That's true. <laughs> I haven't been late yet since this new shift, but I have, uh, my body has felt it. So, in other news. In other news. Um, you heard about the IGN guy getting fired. Only from you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did, a, he did a review of Dead Cells, which looks great. I've never even heard of yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good platformer, and it looks really fun. It's like an RPG platformer. And uh, definitely want it, actually. And... Um, but given that, uh, he did a, a almost like word-for-word review of this uh, guy. I can't remember what he is, what his name was. Anyway, I've got an article yeah. to it. I guy Fiera. The, guy Fiera. He Yeah, he went to Flavortown. And, okay. uh, but I'll put a link in the description to the, uh, to the news article. To the dude. To the dude. But yeah, he got fired. They're like, you know, uh, we, uh, we're investigating the plagiarism. But at least they fired him for being almost word-for-word copying this other person. Because the other person called him out. And that got taken out, so good. Good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But what, you wouldn't fire somebody for plagiarism? Well, I I mean, no, I'm sure I would. Okay. Is, is it possible that it was you know, pretty close, but not maybe he didn't actually plagiarize it? Or or I, I haven't read the article, so I'm just just completely devil's advocate. Is it possible that this so was he made a, a video? A, he made a, an a IG, he made the IGN review video. And literally at the same timestamps that he talks about a subject, the IGN guy talks about a subject. Okay. Like three minutes and seven seconds in, he starts talking about the reverse game mechanics so that you don't lose your actual progression and use and actually uses about 70% exactly the same words as he does. That's just lazy. Yeah, yeah, that's 100% lazy. Hmm. Okay. Well, like whatever. it's not even good plagiarism. It's not even like you... Sounds like it's good plagiarism if he was down to the second... <laughs> so <laughs> like very accurate plagiarism. Saying, the the idea of uh yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm really big on intellectual property rights. Yeah. And so I struggle to to uh be able to condone someone plagiarizing something. So you are you However, trying to are you trying to advocate for the IGN editor? No, no, no. Uh, oh, okay. Well, sort of. I'm trying okay. to, you know, you know me, the devil's advocate kind oh, of yeah, thing. Yeah, play, play your game. So the idea, though, is, is it possible that they just two people came to the same conclusion about a game and talked about it similarly? Exactly the same way at the exact same time stamps. I, again, I have not seen it. So you're, if you're, if it's what you're saying, then it sounds pretty cut and dry. I got, I got the link in the, I got the link in the notes. You'll, okay. you'll see I'll, it. I'll take a look. I'll put it in the description below. Yeah, and I'll tell you if they were right or not. <laughs> Objectively, <laughs> that's what we need. We need your, your actual thing. There are two kinds of people in the world. And those who are right and those who are... No. Those who understand that they need my input. Yes. And those who don't yet. I've accepted that I need your input. Exactly. So so I'm on the good side. They're both good sides. It's just a matter of timeline. Eventually, all things come to the same conclusion. 
You mean eventually all things come to you? That's what I'm... That, could I have been more clear? A little bit. You could have. Well, eventually you'll understand. <laughs> so... <laughs> Tell me uh, something. Uh, yeah. What happened to Luigi? <laughs> because. So it was, it was a big shock. I mean, I mean, okay. So you guys out there know this, but, um, I Luigi's don't. dead. What the, I saw memes and I didn't know that this is based in something that is happening. Yeah. Luigi's dead. Okay. So, so this was pretty good. And I actually got a hold of someone to actually tell me about this. Um, was it a bear? No, it was actually, uh, someone who's rarely in our discord, uh, a guy I work with. Okay. Jet Lee. Um, so I had to ask him. I'm like, Wait, what? Yeah, you Jet. work with Jet Li? Yeah, I do. The Jet Li? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the go guy ahead. who's like dying of cancer right now. So anyway, go ahead. Anyway, um, so I saw the memes as well. I saw a couple of news articles on Twitter, and I was like, very curious, what's going on? Uh, apparently, in the uh, Smash Brothers, in the new, in the new, you know, flex for the Smash Brothers and stuff like that. Uh. They're, you know, they have a random assortment of characters from the Nintendo franchises, and one of the characters that is joining the game is Simon Belmont. Now, for those of you who don't know who Simon Belmont is, you might know the game Castlevania. Oh, yeah. Simon Belmont, which was uh, the main protagonist of the secondary game Castlevania II on the NES, um, is a vampire uh-huh. hunter. So, um, Luigi, if you don't know his, her- his, story, his, his history... Is a vampire? Is a Ghostbuster. Oh, okay. Luigi's Mansion from GameCube. Right. You know, he has a vacuum and he does Ghostbusting. So guess who gets hired to go into Dracula's castle to try to take on Dracula? The Mario Simon. brother. Oh. Simon is always in a constant quest to kill Dracula. Sure. Anyway. So Castlevania Luigi gets, was great. Luigi a gets great stuck in a castle. series of games. Uh, I love the Castlevania games. Okay, go ahead. Um, Luigi gets stuck in the castle, of course, in... While looking for Dracula or running from Dracula, actually, he gets confronted with the literal Grim Reaper. Okay. And one swipe of the scythe. So, so in this is in the story of Smash Brothers. Yeah, this is in part First of the story. Off, I had no idea Smash Brothers had a story. Really? Yep. Have you ever played any other games? Smash Brothers. I've yeah. played Smash Brothers. It's terrible. So. <gasps> Well, I know what I'm not getting you for Christmas this year. (laughs) No, I I just... (laughs) So, to me, Smash Brothers is a completely randomized, randomly mash buttons until someone falls off the platform multiplayer fighting game. I wish I was as simple as you. What do you mean? In your thought process. Is that not accurate? No. Well, that's what it's always felt like to me. Probably because I've never owned it. Any of the Smash Brothers Probably games. because you only played the one on 64. No, I've never played it on 64. I've the, only played it on the Wii. So you played Brawl? I don't know. I played whatever Charzillion had. Probably Brawl or Melee. Whatever. It's some stupid game that has <laughs> some no game. skill involved in it whatsoever. Okay. It's just a right. ra- literally you're randomly pushing buttons and the same person always wins. <laughs> this, so, this sounds like a very bitter experience for you no it's not it's just terrible and the idea that you can say that smash brothers is skill-based when i've literally never won that can't be the case <laughs> and so let's look at your kd it, ratio on the crucible <laughs> no that again is a randomized just a random pretty much just rng all the way yeah 
At so, the end of the game, doesn't matter how many kills you made, they just roll the dice. Pretty much. Don't they? <laughs> no. Uh, well, you can't prove that. So, the... Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that Smash Brothers, I didn't realize it had a story. So, please tell me more. Okay, so... Yeah, each game kind of has a, a backstory, developer story, you know, that that conglomerate Nintendo story that everybody puts together. You know, like Luigi going into Dracula's Mansion or... um. Like some of the theories from the original, or some of the theories from the original Smash Brothers, were that they were toys in a toy box or whatever, or they started, you know, if you remember the trophies from it. But um, yeah, there's always an underlying kind of story. There's always a big guy, big bad guy. I think it was Melee or Brawl, one of the two. They had Giga Bowser, who was just Bowser trying to take over the Nintendo universe, and then there was the Master Hand, who was the main bad guy. A lot of those things are, well, they're just. I mean, it's it's just to give the give the the single player line of the game something to do and something that you're working towards. And so in this particular line, um Luigi gets turned into a ghost. And it's as simple as that. Okay. So so he dies. Well dies and gets turned into one of the things that he is sworn to vacuum. Is there gonna be some kind of healing spell later that resurrects him, turns him back into Luigi? Oh I'm sure. For I'm the sure. sake of canon? Yeah. Well I mean like Luigi just can't die all the time. You can't be dead. Well, no, I mean, you can't yeah. die all the time, but you could be dead the whole time. I mean, I mean, okay, good point. Maybe he's be dead been the dead the whole time. Ooh, Luigi's a ghost the whole time. And the the the, the, the ring just falls and rolls across the floor. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he just looks into the camera, and you realize right then that he's a ghost. I don't know. I'm just saying. And Mario's like, I could see you the whole time. <laughs> I can see you the whole. Time. <laughs> so I don't know. I, it was anyway. interesting. I, I've seen I've seen the memes and blah blah blah, but I didn't know anything about what it was. I saw lots of memes with a dead Luigi, and I am glad. I'm glad to hear. Uh, I'm glad to hear the the backstory and the details. I appreciate that. I I have a new question. Oh, okay, yeah, we just got a in. new this listener question. In. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if there's typos in this question. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm having a really hard time comprehending this question. But I would like you to verbatim read that out loud, if you could, please. Verbatim read the question out loud. Yep. All right. Let's see. If it doesn't sell not too late, is Battle Royale here to stay or something moly just a game mode fad? Okay, I'm gonna try and interpret this. Okay, let's let's not let's not say who's who who typed that. Well, I mean <laughs> no, I, I mean I'm not gonna say it. It's one of my favorite Discord members. I don't oh, know. I know, I know. I, I, I don't not to make light of but i just i'm pretty sure that they're on drugs right now and so <laughs> Maybe. probably high <laughs> af man so they're talking about molly so <laughs> it's a coat uh i think what they're saying is is battle royale mode here to stay or is it a fad yeah instead of just like multiplayer like crucible and deathmatch is that just a new mode to play right okay sure that's valid. That's my, that's my interpretation of his question. I believe that it is a game mode that's going to be here to stay. I 100% agree with that. So, End the of question story. is, do you think, well, okay, my question is, do you think that that will continue to be something that happens as um, new whole cloth games are built on Battle Royale, or do you think it's going to just transition into being a mode in other games? I think it's going to transition to be a mode in other games. You look at Battlefield and Black Ops, and they have their own Battle Royale now. Now, games that were based on that that whole cloth idea, like uh, PUBG and Fork Fortnite. Knife, right? And, yeah, Fork Knife. And uh, what's the other one? 
War, uh, Z something. Uh, H1Z1, H1Z1. Realm, uh, Realm Royale, those kinds of games that are whole clock, they're, they're still going to have their place of getting just that bit of a game that you want. I know we've talked about it on almost every episode, but um, Fortnite is like this unfathomable money-making It's a truck of a game, man. It just keeps going. Speaking of trucks and deserts and hamburgers, have you heard about this? No, no. What happened? So apparently, and I don't know all the details, but you, you should look this up. Okay. Apparently, in the middle of the desert, there's a giant cheeseburger, whatever the cheeseburger for Fortnite's called. What's yeah, it yeah. called? It's called something. It's got I a don't name. remember. Anyway, in the middle of the desert, there's a giant real one in real life. And all over multiple large cities are llamas from Fortnite that have just popped up. IRL. IRL. So Epic's just going out placing llamas and cheeseburgers I in places? I believe so, yes. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, that no, would be I'm, the I'm most epic advertising I've ever seen. Serious, it, yeah. The idea, right? Exactly. So, like, just a re- like you're going down the roadside on I-35, and then like all of a sudden, llama. For it, pretty much. So, July seventh, twenty eighteen, IGN reports. Um, Fortnite's expanding rifts from the recent rocket launch have apparently developed the ability to suck in-game items out and deposit them into the real world so if you pull this up and look at it there is a giant you know the smiley face with the tongue hanging out cheeseburger yeah yeah from like the top of the building or whatever in fortnite literally that giant in in the middle of the desert yeah really yeah okay yeah save that link i want to see that and put in the show notes i will yep i will absolutely i'm gonna send it to you now that's crazy um Bonkers, right? So I'm hearing that there are multiple things like that happening where it's just drifting into into the real world. (laughs) That's actually pretty cool. So it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. So I think this is a good time to take a break and thank our sponsors. Absolutely. Okay. This week's episode is brought to you by Sears. As you may know, Sears has sold off its fantastic line of Craftsman tools to Lowe's, who will almost certainly ruin it. The softer side of Sears has a new product line called Craftswoman. In today's political climate, it's important to realize that women can do everything men can do. And to prove that, Craftswoman tools have a soft, supple grip that is made of 100% woven silk handle coverings. There's also GPS tags in each and every tool, and they will automatically tweet hashtag MeToo if anyone touches them. Stop by Sears today and see what magical pixie dust coating crescent wrenches can do for you. Back to the show. So, our main topic today? Hellblade. Hellblade. Okay. We're going to go ahead and do our spoiler cast that we've been, you know, talking about for the last six and a half weeks. Uh, you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to process some stuff. Um, so anyway, Hellblade, you got a chance to finish the game. I got a chance to finish the game. And yes. uh, so on a scale of one to ten. Three. Can you be honest? Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said a scale of one to three and a half. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's a, the the game is is frustrating, and here is why. <laughs> frustrating. Yeah, I I wish that I hadn't played it, and the okay. reason that I wish I had not played it, I, I can see that you're turning colors. I'm I'm little because okay. Are you ready? Yeah. The reason that I wish I hadn't played it is because I wish I still had it to play. And I could play it now instead of then. Because then my scheduling was so 
bonkers with the way that that Chandler was having her sleeping issues and all the craziness mm. that I got my that game should have realistically been played in probably three sessions, maybe four sessions. Right. Mm-hmm. It, I, I was in that game. I no exaggeration. It probably took me 20 or 25 sessions to play that game. And okay. I genuinely believe that if my sessions had been longer sessions, broken up less, that the experience of the game would have been different. Okay. 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 So that works. That works. I like the way you said that. So I, I, when I take my, my when I take those feelings and those emotions out, the score of that game for me goes way up. Yes. So I love, are you getting some more podcasting fluid? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and get some more podcasting fluid. So the, that feeling. For, <laughs> okay. So some more podcasting fluid right there. Oh my gosh. The, um, the, the feeling of that game and the way that it invokes emotion is fantastic and it's not great to break it up. Yes. And great. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm with you. I tried to play it where there's people in and out of the room and I tried to play it where, you know, I would sit down and play it for 10 minutes and then stop and you'd be in the middle of a battle. And then when you're in the middle of a battle and you stop and turn the game off, the place that it starts you back is super weird sometimes. And it's Mm -hmm. just, it, it, it feels, it feels like the experience should be much more cohesive and less broken than what I gave it credit for. So, so again, removing that, that thought process, that emotion from the overall gaming experience, I um, I love what it's trying to do. I love the the story. I love how they're they're approaching this this psychosis, and you can put yourself into the mind of someone who's seeing and hearing things that aren't there. They did tons of interviews with. Oh, by the way, we're probably going to include spoilers in this spoiler cast. Um, <laughs> they they include interviews of people who do suffer these delusions, right? And it really is interesting. Yeah. The, yeah. the way that they went about doing all that. So and they use that and they use the technology with the binaural audio. And yes. It was, um, yes, I, I agree. There were so many great things going on in there. And, and, uh, so it's a puzzle fighting game. Essentially. Right. I mean, the, the, the puzzles don't necessarily change. What do you mean? I mean, there was a few extra puzzles, but like the vision change, like the, to see the ruins and stuff like that. Oh, see yeah. the ruins. Um, and then well, of course, yeah. So the, the, there are some puzzles where, um, you have to kind of think through what you're doing and do things in the right order. So you have to, you know, go over here and, and walk through this gate and then immediately go to this other gate in order to see the, uh, maybe there's a pathway that you can't get across somewhere yeah. because it's crumbled. Kind right? of like a, a dimension shift or something like well, that. Yeah. The so gates. Y- you see, okay, I need to get over here, but you can't because that pathway is crumbled. Right. But you might walk around a little ways up a path and there's a gate made out of just, you know, twisted vines and sticks that are all kind of formed together to form a, a gate, like a, just imagine an archway, right? Well, you look through that archway and the world is different on the other side of it. Yeah. Something's changed. Something's yeah. moved. Yeah. Something, and it might be subtle. What you can see there might be subtle, but then you walk back around the other way and the, and the, the path that you needed that wasn't clear before is now clear. Yeah. It's like something's moved and it's very subtle, very changed physically. And if you can catch it with your eye. Yes. You get through it. And you, that's the thing though. You have to be so into the game. Right. That's why the, the, the larger block sessions would have been better. Yes. I and you're like, completely. Oh, I am so invested in this. So yes. I got a chance to play it that way. Right. So, um, so I your maybe experience did it. probably was more 
the way that it should have been. Yeah, I opinion. think I did it in five good size block sessions. There you go. Yeah. Um, what is it about a nine hour game? Uh, I think it's a, I think it's an eight to nine hour completionist. So if you're getting like everything and like, there's a couple of uh, stones that you have to activate. And if you get all of those, you get that extra like 10th achievement. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. But that makes it an eight hour game. Otherwise that you can get to the whole story in seven hours. Okay. So sure. Or you can cram it into 30. Like I <laughs> try to cram it into. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. But, um, so the story, and it is some, some people may not know this, but the story is about when the, uh, the Nordic Saxons and stuff like that came in, um, try to, or did successfully conquer, uh, the British Isles, the, the Irish, the, really the, yeah, the Celtic area. Uh, right. Okay. And so a lot of these, these gods and things like that, that you have to face are actual Nordic gods like Valravin and, and, and Surtur. Well, during these raids from the from the Saxon Nords, they um, they captured and killed Senua's boyfriend. Right. And Senua's already got you yeah. know mental issues the entire time. So Dillion. Yeah, Dillion. Yeah. Exactly. And so Dillion is captured. Well, when you die and you're captured of war, you go to a place called Helheim. Right. Now Senua is already completely crazy that she's crazy enough to journey herself to the land of Helheim, to the land of the dead, to get Dillian back. So she's trying to get Dillian back. So his soul back from Hela. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And in order to do so, she has to travel to Helheim. Yes. In order to get to Helheim, she has to beat uh, Valravin. Yep. And she has to beat Surtur. Yeah. Am I saying that right? I think that's right. So she has to defeat them, and they are... In her mind, they're using these mental tricks to prevent her from progressing. Right. right? And then, then the idea is that in her mind, when fighting like Surtur, right. uh, it's nothing but death and destruction and ash and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, very fiery. Yeah, very fiery, just horrible scenes and stuff like that of people on pikes and, and just... Yeah, it's gruesome. It's. Now, yeah. I will tell you, the, the, visually, the game is stunning. Oh my gosh, Yes. So I spent a lot of time, I, I say a lot of time, I spent some time in uh, photo mode. Oh, yeah, you Where did. You, can, you can pause the, so pause, quote unquote, pause the game and go into photo mode and move the camera around and you can see things in ways that you, you can't see from the first person view of, or third person view of hers. Right, third person? It's a technically third person. Yeah, so you, things that you can't see normally because you can stop and look around behind her. And one of the gripes about that game for me was a lot of times the things that are attacking you are off screen because the camera yes. is a little bit, uh, I don't want to say weird because I, I think that the decision there was intentional, mm-hmm. right? That there are times that things are attacking you that you can't see. And, uh, you know. In, so a very, in a very psychological way, even. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. they used, uh, and, and I'm sure you noticed this, but they used the, the voices yeah. in her head to kind of give you clues to that. Well, like yeah. they would say dodge and you can't see anything on screen. So, you know, you got to dodge like that way because right. the voice would come behind from, you. yeah, behind you. The voice would come from your back left or your back yeah, right. Or, and so, you would, or they'll say behind you. Yeah. And you have to just get out of the way. What's crazy is you'll, uh, sorry, what, uh, <laughs> I, I really didn't mean to do that. So what's interesting about that and what was really interesting to see and hear was you'd be in the middle of, of a fight. And as you're starting to get low, you hear the voice from off to the side going, she's not going to make it. She's bleeding. Oh my gosh. You know, she's yeah, never yeah. going to, she can't do this. The voices in your head and like not having faith in you. Yeah. Having no faith in you at all whatsoever. This is it. You're in, you're dead. You're worthless. You're worthless. Yeah. It, it was intense because sometimes you would hear those things happen and you would hear them shift around you in mid 
Oh yeah, if you it, were deep in your in your Dolby headphones, man, yeah, yeah, your Atmos headphones would just drive you crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the game centers around, you know, we've talked about Senua being the the main protagonist here. Mm-hmm. It centers around her having these delusional breaks, both visually as far as what she sees, the world around her crumbling and cracking, and and if you know, just being totally screwed up. And the voices around her and the things she hears being totally screwed up. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely a mind game of a game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I found out, I mean, during some of the research, Senua is actually, this is her journey to become a Celtic goddess. Yeah. Yeah, She takes this journey, you know, for love, for Dillian. Right. And ends up becoming a warrior goddess. So, okay, tell us about the mirror. The mirror? Yeah, because she's carrying this mirror that was given to her. Mm-hmm. By was it given to her by Dillian? Uh, I think it was given. I think so. I don't remember. So she's got this mirror, and the idea is that she focuses on things. And whenever you you come to a door, uh, and you look at the door, and you focus on the door, and it gives you these symbols, and you're using that to kind of see the world around you and get through. You have to uh, you have to see the same symbol out in the world and focus on it, mm-hmm. and that provides her the clarity with which she can get through these passageways. Is kind of how I took it exactly. And then in battle. While she's battling, her ability to focus builds. It's almost like a, a rage meter or, yeah, or anything yeah. else. Essentially, it's the that's, same idea. That's the mechanic that it's really using. So she, when she gets to focus, the mirror that's hanging off of her belt kind of glimmers. It yes. glows when it's the right time and you hit that focus button. And ca- time kind of slows down a little bit. You can see people better. And then it gives you the op- the opportunity to attack and hit your enemy. Um, full force. Full force before they have a chance to really react. So combat, to me... The first few times that I played it, I got my butt handed to me yeah, over and over and over in combat. And I, I thought that the combat system was terrible in this game. What, what were your thoughts on it? I thought the combat system was perfect. Yeah. So the, my longer sessions with the game, mm-hmm. midway through, a lo- you know, maybe I got to play for an hour. Yeah, at, yeah. at a time, if I get if I got an hour sitting down, I would really start to feel like the combat was better. It was clicking. You know, there were some battles that I had to do four or five or six times to beat it. But those would be broken up into two or three sessions sometimes. Right, right. You and didn't so have that was that, so frustrating. long cohesion of the 30, whole feeling. Yeah, if I had 30 minutes that I could sit down and play the game, and in that 30 minutes, I tried to kill this this boss or whatever, and I died three or four or five times, and then I was out of time to play. Right. That's frustrating. Oh, yeah. So... That was not a that that's really not a knock on the game because that was my feeling like the combat system was broken because I didn't have time to really understand kind of how I was doing it and how you I want to say dodge and parry, but I don't think that's the words they used. It actually it is. So how you do that, you know. So when I got better, it got better, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When you got a chance to actually be more cohesive with the whole game, and that's actually that's a testament to the way the game was built. I think so. As far as being cohesive with the feelings of the game and how things moved and all that kind of stuff. I, I really think that that played a big part. Uh, I thought the combat system was great from the beginning. I mean, I got my hand, my butt handed to me too, but usually my first thought is maybe I suck. And, uh, but I got down to a point where I was with, with the longer play sessions, I was so immersed in the game. Yeah. Like I didn't, I felt, I literally felt not only, I, I I don't want to say hatred is the is the is the best word, but like actual animosity 
towards like Valrov and Inserter and stuff like that. Yeah. And so like I was going, you really owe me something. You really right. need to give me what I'm looking for. I know I need to kill you to get through this gate and you owe it to me at this point. You've dragged me through literally what you would consider your own hell. Yes. And now I'm at the end of it. I'm going to destroy you. That's yeah. No, right. I think there's some, it's really quite interesting. Very interesting in that. So you, then you get past that. Um, you get past the gate. You're on your way to the Bridge of Helheim. And, and your freaking sword gets taken away from you. <laughs> well, by who, though? Hella. By Hella herself. Yes. She starts crawling out of the, the realm of Helheim. It's so creepy. It, that was one of the coolest scenes. It was. It I mean, really other than was. the actual ending fight scene. No, the ending fight scene was very intense. Yes, I loved it. Did you Did you do the ending on your S? I mean, on your OG or on your X? Uh, I did the ending on probably, my, I think, my OG. I think you played the whole game on your OG, right? Yeah, I think that, yeah. Okay. I'd be interested to see... Um, Go back through that part. To see a side-by-side. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. That'd be very interesting. So you get through Helheim, or you get to Helheim, or you get close to Helheim, and Hella comes out and um, basically backhands you off the bridge. Yeah, knocks you off the bridge. Breaks your sword. Breaks your sword. And then you go and travel through, you know, the the river wasteland that's there. Yeah, and it's like a lighthouse or something, kind of. You find a tree. Yeah. The tree. tree, and then there's this whole Celtic uh, story behind that of how these two brothers, like Balder and stuff like that, fought, jammed this sword into the tree, and then there you go. There's your master sword. You know, there's your, your sword in the stone to pull out so you can go and fight Hela with it. But then that puts you through, like, what what was it? Five puzzles? Five major pillars? It's, it's five or six. There's several. Yeah. And they're all a little bit different. Yeah, they're all a little bit different. There's one where you have to get through that maze where that fire monster is following you. That was one of the most aggravating parts of that game. The the fire oh, maze? So, the fire the, maze I genuinely thought was was broken. Right. Right. You told, you were telling me this. I, I And I think part of that is the TV I was playing on. Because... I was playing it in HDR, and I was playing it with, uh, uh, you know, obviously I'm playing it in HDR, but my TV that I was playing on does not render very well HDR stuff. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't even really realize how not great it renders HDR versus the TV, the other TV that I have. So, it, it would be very so different. What part? what part of that were you missing? Um, you get to a point where you can't see where to go or what to do. So, and like, uh, I think it's in that fire maze where when you, when I changed my settings where I could see better, I could tell that I needed to go here and then here. And then I realized what was going on. So I also, when I first went into that, I didn't realize that it was something chasing you. I thought it was like fire that was spreading from one point and going to another. Oh, okay. See See the difference, right? I thought that no matter where I went, the path of the fire was the same. So the fact that there was an animalistic growling actually something. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that That was was a thing. But again, I believe that to be a large part in large part because of my broken play sessions. That may be true. That cohesion probably just didn't because I I would get to a stopping point, quote unquote, which there aren't any. I would get to a stopping point and stop and then go back in. And I didn't remember that there sometimes it'd be a week. Sometimes it'd be two weeks in between play sessions. Mm. I wonder if you shouldn't just, you know, find a way to dedicate a weekend to it. May, um, a, de- a weekend? <laughs> Jeez. You can get it done in 48 hours. No, I, I, sure, but not with life. So, yeah, I, 
it's uh i would uh so you get through the puzzles you get through the puzzles and then you get the sword the big the glowing big, master the, nice sword. the glowing master sword oh yeah and then from there you are uh you make your way back to the realm of helheim that's of course after fighting you know you already fought searcher you already fought um valraven and then by this point you're fighting a giant you know pig dragon monster in helheim yeah that was fun and yeah. uh, by that point, the cohesion of the of the combat was actually pretty pretty good for me. So that battle was not nearly as intense as I think it probably would have been. Say that again. The cohesion, like the, what we keep talking about, those yeah. bigger play times, and being able to sit in the to be able to understand and feel feel the combat. Right. By the time I got to that dragon pig monster thing, yeah, I, I was actually pretty, pretty. It was clicking for you. Yeah, clicking for me. It was yeah. pre, it was pretty smooth, pretty gelling. Yeah. So the the idea of the puzzles and the idea of how you have to progress through the game was novel to mm-hmm. me. Um but but the the visual and audio experience is really what set that apart and the storytelling was great. Yeah, a lot of the times that's what it is for you at least. It is the video and audio experience with certain things. Specifically that game. Just because it's excuse me, just because it's so different. Hmm. So yeah, I got gotcha. you. I feel you. I mean, the looks of the game are important to me. I think because just I mean, because like there's zero HUD. Yeah, and all the only thing you've got that's even an indicator is the mirror on your butt. Right. So true. Yeah, it's uh oh oh so early on in the game, right? They tell you that when you die, what's it called? The the thing that creeps up your arm. The darkness. The darkness is going to consume you, and and they lead you to believe that if you die too many times that you will, that the game will end and you will have you to You activate permadeath. Right. Yeah. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know either. I did not activate permadeath and I died a lot. <laughs> so I do know that I had a whole lot of that darkness stuff all over me. Yeah, I did by the end. Right. And then that's where I actually started getting that, that waffle stomp, like, like dying every time. Yeah. But the darkness never got worse. Uh, okay. So you think that it was just, uh. Just them saying. Like, do you remember the big bridge scene right before you actually walked into Hella's chambers? Yeah. Yeah. And I died on that so many times. And I kept, like, like scoping out and making sure the darkness wasn't crawling any further up my right. neck. Never got any worse. Okay. Yeah. I, I think maybe, um, maybe that it is not permadeath. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't think it actually is permadeath. But I don't think it is permadeath from maybe a certain point. Like, because okay. I was literally at the last door to open. Yeah. And being fought back from that last door. So maybe they're like, uh, she's gotten this far. Let's not kill her. I wonder if maybe we <laughs> should start a new game. And just keep dying at, and, at, at you Surter. know, play it for 10 minutes and then let's let her die over and over and over and see what happens. Yeah, maybe. Let's see what happens. So. And we've already finished the game. So at that point now we're just playing experiments. Yeah. Pretty much. There's a really cool video in there. Um, like a making of kind of thing. Yes. It's really interesting. That so was really cool to their, watch. <laughs> Was she a programmer, an audio engineer? What's the girl that became Senua? Uh, I think, she, I think I don't know. I Because she was not cast as an actress. Yeah, she wasn't. She worked on the game. She stood in for them before they had someone to do it. And then they were like, maybe you should just do it. She's like, uh, 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 you know. She, she became Senua and gave her oh, the mocap and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she, they, I think she did fantastic. I do too. 
fantastic. Yeah, that so. one's actually it is very excellent. If you guys get the game and you guys uh, don't watch that before you finish the game. Whatever. If they're listening to this. Uh, good point. If they're already finishing. <laughs> if they're this far into if you're the this spoilers. far into the spoilers. So, yeah, yeah. Give it a watch and then go ahead and play the game. Why not? Yeah. So you get down. You get past all that. You get on that bridge. Right. And that bridge was hell. Literally. To get through. <laughs> I really thought that after you beat the person or whatever, that you were going to have Sanua be a present day person who was going through psychosis or whatever. Oh, that's what your expectation was? Kind of, yeah. That she was going to like wake up in a doctor's office or something. You know, a psychiatry office laying on a couch talking about her experiences. Maybe. I mean, uh, I mean, no, that, you that, said she's going to be a goddess. Well, no, she Sanua is actually a Celtic goddess. and so This go. was her story. Okay. But they used her story to, you know, do the binaural psychosis and... Yeah. I really thought that at the end of the game that it was going to be like, you know, that actress girl sitting up and going, <gasps> you know, like waking up from this sleep <laughs> eh. or something. Maybe. I mean, I mean, <laughs> if you have a psychosis that's completely uncurable. Well, like I do. Yes. So I just thought that that was how it was going to end. <laughs> I really thought that's what it was going to be. Yeah, the ending was great, though. That battle scene at the end where she's screaming at Hela from across the room oh, and yeah. keeps flying at her. And she's, then she has to fight, like, ghost versions of all the things that she fought during the game. Yes. that In that particular area, I am, I am convinced you're invincible. Yeah, you, you mentioned that. Yeah, I don't think you actually can die during that part of the game. But it's because it's the last battle scene. And they're playing that music. I found that music online, and I was, like, playing it because I'm like, it's hot. It's hot. Yeah, it's good stuff. But then you get down to the end, and, you know, back in the background, Hela looks like this giant goddess that's sitting back there, like, watching you get your butt kicked. And yeah. by the time you get to her, she kind of shrinks down to a nice little eight-foot eight foot version of herself right. and then stabs you with your sword. Yeah. Yeah, that does. At some point, she picks you up or something, and it's like, yeah. oh yeah, it was that was that was intense. I have some screenshots of that. Yes, that was actually really cool. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a really interesting experience. And then the end, after you get stabbed, yeah, tell me about that. You basically overcame and become a goddess. I mean, I I don't really know what what was going on there. You never really found Dillion. Nope. But you end up, you know, that's the end. Yeah, it wasn't underwhelming. I mean, it felt like a, it felt like the perfect end to it. It didn't feel bad. I just don't understand it. Yeah, I never. I, I didn't really understand. I mean, maybe, maybe maybe because of our ignorance of the culture. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, not being Norse ourselves, not being Norse or Celtic ourselves. Right. I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes, I mean, we're very white. True. So there's yeah. probably some Scandinavian in us. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. We should but do, we should do never, an ancestry. <laughs> uh, I don't really care that much. So. <laughs> Nor do I. <laughs> I, I, yeah, whatever. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I really, really, really liked it. Yes. And removing my broken playtimes from it, I would absolutely give that an eight. Yes. So, I would too. Or, or a plus three or whatever we're going to use. <laughs> whatever, whatever our offset scale is. Yes. 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 Exactly. So what do you, what do you think? I mean, do you have any closing I, thoughts on it? I, I had one of the strongest emotional ties to that game this year. Okay. Um, only uh, it, it only takes the number one spot because Red Dead Redemption right now is taking number two. Okay. As far as my emotional tie with it. Okay. And uh, I would give it scale of one to ten. I'd give it a nine. I mean, I really would because it it had the perfect amount of playtime for me. It was a good story to go through. I didn't have to deal with you know 
any multiplayer leveling up or anything like that. I just I got love to, the short play time. Yes. That was very, it was refreshing for anything. Yeah. yeah. I, and I love multiplayer games, but having that as a single player, relatively short, uh, relatively short play game, I really liked. Oh yeah. 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 There's no competitiveness to it really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just kind of, I mean, you're, you're fighting against the game, right. you're fighting against your own skills, but yeah, I, I would rate it pretty high and it I really had a good. really good tie to it. So, speaking of Red Dead Redemption 2, yeah. I'd like to talk a little bit more about that. Okay, um, yeah, if you want to put that in, let's do it. First, though. It's a short episode anyway. Do you want to uh, take another break to thank our sponsors? No, nah, I'm good. You're good? Yeah, I'm totally good. Why? Nah. <sighs> I'm so sad now. Yeah, I bet you are. I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought you had a sponsor also lined up. I didn't have a sponsor lined up uh, for this week. Okay. Um they they uh, they're still reviewing our content to see if they even want to sponsor us. <laughs> they, so I haven't gotten a letter back. Well, hope they don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Hopefully so, not. Um, um, they're really good sponsor though. Okay, I'll say it's it's a, it's a hygienic sponsor. I don't understand why you're not letting us hear the ad spot now. I, they they okay. didn't they didn't give me the script. Okay, okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so so anyway, anyway. <laughs> so this latest Red Dead trailer has hit. Oh, yeah. yeah the gameplay trailer, trailer. I think. It's a, it's a gameplay overview. Video. Video from Rockstar. And it's, it's you know, they, they have this style that they do where they'll show some game and then talk about it a little bit. Man. Mm. So, there are multiple breeds of horses yep. that are suited for different tasks. Yep. And as you continue to use one of your horses, your relationship with him or her, him, will it's- get better and better and better. Yes. And you'll be able to do things with them, like be more accurate in combat and blah, 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 because of it. You got faster ones, stronger so ones. So excited. That is, that is insane that we have to actually look over that. I mean, that's great. You're, that's great. I'm excited. You're, so as the, the, the Vanderlei gang gets pushed from one place to another, you'll have to tear down and set up camp in another place. And when you do that, you're... That was more interesting to me than you think it is. Really? Okay. Having, tell me a about cam- that. having a camp in general, like yeah. a home base, because like, okay, you're playing, yeah. you're playing RDR one. Sure. And you just buy houses, and you just kind of or buy a house. Where, yeah, whatever. you rent a place wherever you're at, and that's yeah. kind of your home base. And then you know, I try to make it a point to get back to that place, okay, save, and then that's where I turn off the game. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Now yeah. we have camps yeah. that actually pick up and move and go to the next place. It's just this place, and so when you get back there, you're surrounded by people that are like you. You're right. surrounded by the gang. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just being an, you know, a single outlaw. So they, anyway, sorry. they talked a lot. No, you're good. That's what I want to hear. So they talked a lot about um, your interaction with other people, mm-hmm. and so you can intimidate them. You can diffuse situations. You could. I, this is going to be so in depth. You can escalate them and, sure. and get to a point of you know killing and robbing them. Why not? You're a gang member. What's the difference? So yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% Man, with you. This it, looks so great. Everything that I loved about RDR1. Yes. And I'm still trying to finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Have I'm, you been playing any more of that? Uh, I tried to get in a little bit yesterday, but didn't have the uh, didn't have the uh, cohesional playtime. Fair enough. Uh, to do that. But as much as I really like the things about Rockstar, about the Rockstar games in general, like GTA and stuff like that, that's in there. I am so glad that this is being put into a much bigger, brighter and and quite literally beautiful uh, story and all of that. This looks great. Yes. <laughs> I, I can't wait to be I- interactive with every single person that's on there. 
I mean, you can get to the camp and like you can talk to other gang members and find out like other things that you want to be a part of. Right. Yeah, like things that are going on and they'll here. come up with their own little hatch like, their own hey, schemes. I need and someone to come and do this and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, uh, no. And yeah. you don't have to. It's what it seems. Yeah. And it, it doesn't feel like, uh, you know, it doesn't feel like the here, we need this potion. So go collect 42 beaks of whatever, right? Or and flowers. It's not, and it's not this. Uh, no, there <laughs> might be. There's got to be a flowers mission. I hope so. That was great. So there's not a, um, I don't know. It just seems like it's going to be fantastic. And I cannot wait. Cannot wait. It looks beautiful. It really By does. By the way, I'm so glad I have X1X X now. Oh, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Absolutely. Wonderful. So we're going to get that, right? I oh, mean, <laughs> when it goes on sale, I guess eventually, like six months after release. Sure, no, six months after release, I'm gonna have six months of playtime in it. <laughs> That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's uh, it's gonna be fantastic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. It's uh, October twenty sixth. October twenty sixth is the release date. So, Red Dead Redemption two. Comes out October 26th. So, two and a half months. Right. So, I have two and a half months to finish RDR 1. No. Oh. You do not. Because it comes out on the 26th. Um, Forza Horizon 4 comes out on the 2nd. October 2nd. So, I have a month and a half. To finish RDR 1. Now... Shortly I can finish RDR one and far. Shortly after that, uh, maybe not Far Cry. Fallout seventy six comes out. I don't know if you guys could hear that. Okay, so this is this is sign. this is a one hundred percent overwhelming situation. It is. This is. I mean, like I'm like physically getting nervous. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm. Seventy six. Red Dead Redemption two, and then we have Forza. Oh and, my gosh! And I gotta tell you. I honestly am not sure between Forza Horizon 4 and Red Dead Redemption 2 which one of those I'm most excited about. Because favorite open world western game ever and yeah. favorite open world driving game ever. I don't know. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. I, don't I know. Uh, Oh my gosh. It's, yeah, I don't it's know. It's a little bit crazy. This this is a... It's hard to process all this, man. I mean, it it, it, literally, uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 is your favorite game. Yes. And its, it's sequel is coming out. Yes. Our equally, like our shared favorite game is sure. Forza Horizon 3. Yeah, yeah. And then Fallout 76, which is like everyone's favorite game ever. Pretty much. I mean... Well, I mean, not yet. I mean, not other not than yet. Fortnite. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Today is the 12th. Yeah. On the 13th, we're having a community play of Forza Horizon 3. I'm glad you remembered that. And by the time this recording comes out, it'll be over. Yeah. By the so <laughs> Why announce it now? <laughs> so, I hope everyone had fun. <laughs> yes. I yes. hope you enjoyed playing. I hope you guys for, had fun tomorrow. We hope you got a lot of you guys in there and we enjoyed it. And we can just <laughs> go out and drive around in the Australian Outback. Yes. We're going to play some games. We're going to play some uh, Infected. We're going to play some uh, Capture the Flag. We're going to play some fun stuff. It's going to be a blast. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> glad you realized that this recording comes out after. That's yeah. pretty funny. No, it's okay. I knew that before I started talking I hope about you guys it. had funny yesterday. Had a yeah. good time. It's I hope you had fun tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope you had fun tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, your brain hurts. Yeah, a little bit. Doc, get in the, get in the DeLorean. So, uh, 
So anyway, um, man, I, I think we should go hang out. Yeah, I think we need to go play and hang out. So I don't know what we're going to be doing. What are we having for dinner tonight? Um, like chicken and potatoes? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. good. Yeah, it's going to be good. Mm. So anyway, um, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope everyone enjoyed it. And uh, we look for some feedback from you. Go in there, leave your five-star reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, if the scale goes to five, leave fives. If your scale goes to 10, leave tens. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, if you're not on the Discord, then uh, you can vastly improve your life in every way by joining. Absolutely. Signing up and hanging out with us in there. Anything else from you, sir? No, dude. I'm good. I am good. And uh, I got to chug the rest of this uh, podcast fuel. Sure. So we get on the road. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll see you guys <laughs> uh, the offsetcollective.com. All the links are up and uh, see you in the Discord. Later. All right. Bye, y'all. Don't stop, don't stop believing in yourself because you're awesome. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are.